A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know what's funny? When you think about it, like when you really boil down Star Wars to like its most basic elements, it's really just about a bunch of space wizards making a lot of mistakes all the time. Whether it's the Jedi's own arrogance leading to their near extinction, or Jar Jar Binks thinking he was cut out for politics, the Skywalker saga has largely revolved around deeply flawed characters making some truly terrible decisions. That's not a bad thing, obviously. If anything, it's partially what makes the saga's characters so special. Further still, it's often in these moments where characters reach a sort of epiphany that audiences are treated to some of the saga's smartest sequences. There's many a crafty character in the galaxy far, far away, and even in the series' most action-packed occasions, you can always be sure that the victor has not just outgunned or outdueled their opponent, but outwitted them as well. So I'm Ewan, this is What Culture Star Wars, and here are the 10 smartest decisions in Star Wars history. Number 10. The Secret Genius Behind the High Ground, Revenge of the Sith Although Revenge of the Sith is frequently regarded as the strongest of the Star Wars prequels, there's a general consensus that the conclusion to Anakin's duel with Obi-Wan on Mustafar ends a bit weirdly. As they reach the end of the lava reservoir, Kenobi jumps onto an embankment and urges Anakin not to try and duel him, as he has the high ground. A massive advantage for… reasons, it's not really explained. The flaw here to most fans is that they'd seen Kenobi outduel Darth Maul in Naboo two films ago, even when the Sith Apprentice had the high ground, so what would it matter to the Chosen One if they attempted a similar feat? Well, that sort of answers the question in a way. Obi-Wan's plea to Anakin not to try it is a direct reference to his encounter with Maul in Episode 1. But whereas Maul was arrogant enough not to consider his opponent would attempt such a feat, Kenobi is way more prepared, and knew Anakin would try to replicate his heroics on Naboo. Number 9. Maul kills Qui-Gon Jinn, the Phantom Menace Chalk this up to being more a happy accident than a conscious decision to alter the course of the galaxy, but there's no denying killing Qui-Gon was the smartest thing Palpatine himself probably doesn't even realize he accomplished. 
Clone Wars producer Dave Filoni has previously spoken at length about how Duel of the Fates is secretly Star Wars' most important scene back in 2020, and the evidence, now of course backed up by expanded material from the books and animated shows, more than lends itself to his reasoning. Qui-Gon Jinn is essentially the only Jedi who sees where the Order is heading at the time of the Phantom Menace. He's also a bit of a maverick, a scholar with a true reverence for the Force and a curiosity for prophecy first stoked by his master Count Dooku decades earlier. Perhaps more important, however, are Qui-Gon's fatherly qualities. He's the father figure Anakin desires and would have happily trained him away from the Jedi had they refused. Qui-Gon's death seals Anakin's fate, though. He's trained by Obi-Wan, who's less a father and more a brother, and is isolated by Palpatine, who exploits the Jedi Order's secrecy to his own benefit. Had Qui-Gon lived, there's a solid chance that Anakin may never have turned. Number 8. Galen Erso Designs the Death Star's Fatal Flaw Rogue One – A Star Wars Story By providing further context to the first Death Star's destruction, Rogue One transforms a much-joked-about plot point from A New Hope into something emotionally wrought that lays bare the odds the Rebellion was up against in sometimes terrifying detail. So a shout-out, if you will, to Galen Erso, the former Imperial-turned-saboteur who purposefully designed the Death Star's fatal flaw. Played by the ever-wonderful Mads Mikkelsen, Galen was one of the principal architects of the Death Star who went into hiding, but after realizing the Empire would complete the weapon with or without him anyway, he understood that the best shot anyone had at destroying it would be if he undermined its construction from the inside. Without Galen's noble sacrifice, the Empire may have been able to build a truly impenetrable planet killer, a hero of the Alliance along with the rest of Rogue One. Number 7. Luke Throws His Lightsaber Away – Return of the Jedi Nailing down just one scene as Star Wars' best is a tricky task, but one that must surely be in the running has to be Luke Skywalker's final confrontation with Darth Vader and the Emperor in Episode 6. It's a wonderful duel, and it's also unlike any other in the franchise, and that it's one you don't want Luke to win. Both he and his father are being manipulated by the Emperor, and there's a wonderfully haunting John Williams composition that adds to the unease of seeing father and son fight to the death. The duel ends once Luke fully taps into the dark side and unleashes his anger on his father, but he realizes his mistake once the Emperor begins to goad him into executing him. In that moment, Luke throws away his lightsaber, affirming once again that he is a Jedi Knight just like his father, and willingly suffers Palpatine's attacks to galvanize Vader into finally embracing the light side he'd avoided for so long. Had Luke resisted the Emperor with force, he would have likely ended up like an overcooked Womprat on Tatooine. It's only with Vader's unexpected betrayal that Darth Sidious is confined to the second Death Star's reactor, and it's Luke's strength and courage that inspires him. Number 6. Thrawn Climbs the Imperial Ranks – Star Wars Thrawn Timothy Zahn has been a big part of the Star Wars mythos for almost three decades now, and is most famous for creating Thrawn, a tactical Chiss genius who ascended the ranks of the Empire to eventually assume command of the Imperial Remnants after Return of the Jedi. Thrawn was wiped from the Star Wars canon when Disney decided to reboot the expanded universe and start anew in 2014, but his popularity meant he wouldn't lay dormant for long. Thrawn made his anticipated return in the second season of Star Wars Rebels, and Zahn was tasked once again to explore the character in a series of novels set during the Age of Rebellion. 
The throne of the new canon isn't quite the same as the one of yore, but he's still a ruthless customer and one of the more unique villains in the Star Wars mythos. He's also one of the most intelligent, and the fact he hails from the unknown reaches of the galaxy begets the kind of wisdom few others would be able to match. Thrawn's time with the Empire, at least for now, doesn't end well as he gets sucked into the unknown regions by Ezra Bridger at the end of Rebels, but few can deny just how smart he is up until that point. He joins the Empire primarily to protect the Chiss homeworld against the threats of the unknown regions, makes himself indispensable to the Emperor, and ascends the Imperial ranks by navigating the political scene with a ruthless cunning old Sheev himself would be proud of. Number 5. Qui-Gon Learns How to Manifest After Death – Revenge of the Sith So, Qui-Gon Jinn. We've already talked about how he was one of the smartest Jedi of the prequels, given he was brave enough to defy the Council and had the foresight to see where they were headed, but there's another more obvious example of the late Jedi's intelligence in the films – his exploration of the living force and learning how to manifest after death. That one exchange in Revenge of the Sith, where Yoda informs Obi-Wan that he's been communing with Qui-Gon, takes Jin from being just another tragic figure in the Jedi Order to a character of even greater importance in the saga. Without Qui-Gon's spiritualism and his breakthrough in learning how to retain his being beyond the physical realm, Luke Skywalker would have been lost in his journey to defeat the dark side. Kenobi wouldn't have been able to sacrifice himself to ensure Luke's escape or provide further guidance in either episodes 5 or 6. Jin is instrumental to the Skywalker saga, but had he joined the Jedi Council and gotten absorbed in their politics, it's doubtful he would have been able to make such a pivotal breakthrough. Number 4. Ahsoka Tries to Save the Clones – The Clone Wars Revenge of the Sith didn't devote much time to unpacking the nitty-gritty details of how Order 66 worked, but thankfully the Clone Wars did. CT-5555, or Fives as he's lovingly known, manages to uncover the conspiracy behind Order 66 in the Clone Wars' sixth season after one of his comrades unwittingly executes the Order prematurely and realizes that every clone has a chip installed in their brain that'll activate when given the command. Fives dies before he can expose the conspiracy because Fox, oh my god I hate you Fox, but Ahsoka uses his research to free Captain Rex from his programming in the series' final arc. The important thing here though is that Ahsoka's first instinct isn't to massacre her own troops. Instead, she endeavours to figure out what happened and tries to save as many of them as possible, a stark contrast to the way Yoda and Obi-Wan behave in Episode 3, and a prime example of how Ahsoka was able to chart her own path away from the Order after she left. Number 3. Luke's Final Sacrifice Saves the Resistance – The Last Jedi Luke Skywalker's depiction in The Last Jedi is masterful, and also totally in keeping with his depiction in the original trilogy. The Luke of episodes 4, 5, and 6 constantly showed flashes of fear and anger, and when faced with the prospect of another Vader prior to The Force Awakens, he shows yet another moment of vulnerability that unleashes a horrific chain of events. But Luke Skywalker isn't a beloved character because he's perfect, or at least he shouldn't be. He's clearly flawed, and yet he's also one of the finest Jedi to ever exist, and finds a way of not only honouring the way of the Jedi, but also the legend of Luke Skywalker in his final act. With the Resistance pinned down on crates and with nowhere to go, Luke arrives to save the day, but instead of facing down Kylo Ren and the rest of the First Order in a classic lightsaber duel, he finds another way of confronting them. 
Luke uses all his power to project a version of himself he knows will enrage Ben Solo the most, Vader's weapon drawn, and his face de-aged to resemble his appearance from the night Ben left, in order to ensure his friends can live to fight another day. Luke takes a different path and ends up committing pretty much the ultimate Jedi act, outplaying his opponent not with his skills the lightsaber, but with his personal knowledge of Ben and his understanding of what a Jedi should be. It's heroic, beautiful, and heartbreaking all at once, and just about the most noble sacrifice the saga has ever seen. Number 2. Palpatine forces Padme to go on the run. Attack of the Clones you could just about fill this list up with all the crafty moves Sheath Palpatine makes over the course of the prequels, but his plans in Episode 2 are by far the craftiest, even if the film struggles to relay them in a compelling way. First, you have the elaborate clone army conspiracy involving a dead Jedi and a Mandalorian bounty hunter, and then you have the assassination plot against Padme Amidala. Whether Palpatine planned to have Padme killed or just taken out of the picture doesn't really matter, but the important thing is that he understands her influence in the Senate and how she can't be as easily manipulated as the other senators or even the Jedi Council. By forcing her into hiding, Padme loses the ability to vote on the Senate and nominates Jar Jar Binks as her replacement. Jar Jar isn't the wisest, and Palpatine is able to use that to his advantage, manufacturing a crisis to necessitate a standing army, and planting the idea in Jar Jar's head that he needs emergency powers to defend the Republic. And it works. In one fell swoop, Palpatine gets the war he wants, the power he craves, and the means in the Jedi's complete destruction. He also benefits from Padme's survival, as it not only leads to Anakin discovering the fate of his mother on Tatooine, but a romance that would further isolate him from the Jedi Order. And number 1. Obi-Wan mimics Qui-Gon's stance to defeat Maul. Star Wars Rebels Has there ever been a better rivalry in Star Wars? Kenobi, <coughs> I mean, Kenobi, was Maul's obsession for many years, but it would take years for him to catch up with his old rival following the conclusion of the Clone Wars. After seeing a vision of twin sons in a Sith holocron, Maul heads straight to Tatooine, determined to finally have his revenge. He eventually finds Obi-Wan, and the two ignite their lightsabers. This is where things get ridiculously clever. In the scene, you can see Kenobi shift between a number of stances. First, he adopts his stance from the Clone Wars, Sarisu, before adopting his stance from A New Hope, and then to the one used by his old master, Qui-Gon. The intent is to use Maul's own arrogance against him. The former Sith Lord recognizes the stance, and attempts the same move he used to kill Kenobi's master all those years ago. Only this time, it goes terribly wrong. Obi-Wan parries Maul's attacks quickly and then slices at his saber straight down the middle as he attempts to repeat the stun that felled Qui-Gon, delivering a lethal blow that finally lays his old enemy to rest. It's brief, but beautiful, and a solid reminder of Kenobi's skill and cunning. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80 less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 